Welcome back to the Wagon Whiff Podcast, everybody. Hey, you. That's your right. boy. <laughs> full house, as Scotty said. Yes. Major full house. We got Cecilia over here. Who's like Breastfeeding. It's <laughs> like seventh or eighth podcast now. So obviously regular part of the W&W crew here. Yep. And uh, big, big, big week in golf. She's a, part, she's a part of the crew. Big week in golf. Fun weekend to watch. Uh, some international golf. Yes. But uh, speaking of international, President's Cup I picks. I love how the fact that it was international is just leading up to like just the most yummy, delicious uh, holiday of the year. Turkey Day. Yes, indeed. Ooh. From the Turkish Open. Oh, I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Turkey for you. Turkey for me. So many people are starting to celebrate like Turkey Day or like Friendsgivings right now. I'm seeing it all on the gram. I'm getting all excited for it that. It does start Turkey. to feel like it, it is a kind of a, a different feeling when you start to see like the commercials start to get like more snowy weather. You start Christmas-y. to see like, yeah, the sitcom sitcom promos are all about like, you know, the bring holidays. You're bringing out the boots see, see the, the cashmere sweaters. That's right. Scott has got some rock star boots on tonight. <laughs> Although uh, it was 85 degrees this weekend in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's, it's you fine. Rock stars wear their boots no matter if they're up or down. You <laughs> yeah, that's somebody. for sure. You guys we got to send a picture of these boots. Say, you guys should see these boots. I mean, they these are boots. They are made for walking <laughs> and blinging. <laughs> yeah, these boots are uh, these boots are rock star ass. <laughs> I got to yeah. give uh, Scotty a lot of credit. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the boots. We'll, we'll tweet a picture out. Perfect. Uh, anyways, Some golf. Big news. This weekend, Prez Cup picks are in. Yes, teams are in. And Scotty and I were so dead wrong. (laughs) Very wrong. Most of us were wrong. I I was pretty much wrong, too. Uh, I got one more right than you guys did, though. So, victory for Steve. Yeah, exactly. Small victory. So, let's just renew who were the picks. Let's go. I'm shocked. Like, not shocked. I was just quite surprised. So, obviously, it's Tiger himself. He took himself. Yes. Then you got Patrick Reed. No shocker. No he took it. Well, no shocker that Tiger took himself. Patrick Reed. Tony Finau. What he was number think? nine on the points. List. Okay. Number nine on the points list. He gets the pick. And then Gary Woodland. That was the other pick besides Tiger that I got right. That uh, Well, the U.S. Open champ. Yeah. yeah. U.S. Open champ. Sure, an agent with Tiger. Same agency. Yeah. So I can't say. Um, something to do with there's that. There's always more to do with it than just what you oh, think. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, I can't say I'm surprised by it. I think we both picked against Patrick Reed, thinking there's probably you can make an argument for some some guys that played better this year on the whole, um, some guys that have played better of recent. Uh, Kevin Na, you guys had. Yep. Um, Mostly because of what I wanted him, and would have been great to have our boy Kenny Harms come on the podcast. Oh, and of talk course. About awesome. Talk what it's cup. like, you know, being in caddying in a President's Cup. So yeah. Well, I mean, Kevin played pretty well. I mean, I think he he deserved it. the pick yeah. as far as I'm. But a lot of people are deserving of the pick. Yeah. So your boy uh, Fowler's not on the team. No, no, for Ricky. Other, that's for other uh, reasons. Well, no, it's not so. the yeah. You don't really think the reason like he's not on the team is because of his. Infection? I don't think he no. Well, let's just recap. I want to bring this back a second because we kind of jumped around talking a little bit of individually about each pick. But sure. for the four captains picks. Yep. One Tiger Woods himself. Yes. Two Patrick Reed. Three Captain Tony America. Tony Finau, um, and, and, and four Gary Woodland. But we did and not jump around. We actually kind of went. Into no, we did. We went through it, but we like I just we, we threw out a lot of names. We started talking about people that didn't get picked and everything else. So those are the four so, captains right, we're picks just, like, keeping our for Tiger on, our, on their toes. How <laughs> you like right. me now? 
so I, I don't know. I think, um, like I said, I'm not surprised by it. I mean, I'm okay with Patrick being a pick there. I think maybe the play there, Scotty, if I'm going to read into this a little bit, is that Tiger would want him to back on the team to form a little bit of camaraderie, get it back, and make sure that, you know, he does well in the team atmosphere, that he gets to shake hands, apologize for any comments he made. I'm not saying he will, but I think just getting kind of back in that team atmosphere and getting those good graces, get people kind of get the mojo flowing again for Ryder Cup. I'm all about Ryder Cup. This is all tune-up for Ryder Cup for me. No offense to the President's Cup, but we we all care a little bit more about the Ryder Cup. And I think I think having Patrick there, um, not only is he a great proven, you know, Ryder Cup and team play guy, but it's uh, I think it helps in terms of, you know, that whole political situation a little bit. Yeah, I 1000 percent agree. And I don't know if we're going to go through each individual pick and give our reactions of the pick. But let's start with Patrick Reed since you brought it up. Obviously had the drama uh, a year and a half ago with, you know, everything that happened and mm-hmm. criticized for not. Well, remember, remind everybody what happened with the drama. So, so they, we lose I don't the, think we need to. We I lose, think you should. Well, we lose no, the, we lose. we're not. We're not going to do that. <laughs> okay, let's okay. just recap. We, everybody quickly. knows what happened nope, with Patrick Green nope, at the end of the Ryder Cup. please. Just give it to I, me. I, I, I don't want to stand in the matter of... Emily, stop, stop making this an argument. We're not going to do that. Everybody that's listening to the podcast knows what happened with Patrick Reed. Well, let's just review for our listeners. Thank you. There was some controversy, and he took a pretty big swing at the captain for not picking him or putting him and Jordan Spieth together. And so I would like to piggyback off that because I think it's one of the reasons why Tiger Woods took him. If you remember correctly, Patrick Reed actually played with Pat with Tiger with Woods Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yep. at the Ryder Cup team. Now, they weren't successful and didn't do good, but it's also known that Patrick Reed and Tiger do a lot of practice rounds together. Yeah. So I think what you said is correct that I think obviously if you would leave him off the team, it becomes a much bigger story. And it's yeah. like those guys in the room really don't want Patrick Reed. And Tiger doesn't want to have to answer those questions. Tiger doesn't want to have to yeah. add a flame to that fire. So it's much easier to pick him on the team. He did have a great Ryder Cup. He's got a great Ryder Cup record. And you could argue that it's a lot has to do with Jordan Spieth or not has to do with a lot of Jordan Spieth. But he's played well in these team events. Yep. He's been part of it. I think it's a chalk pick. I think most of Tiger Woods' picks were chalk. Um, I didn't want to have any controversy, but at the end of the day, none of these picks, none of these four picks, actually matter because we're going to win the President's Cup team no matter what. <laughs> it's true. Um, I, well, I, I would like to. You like to think so. Certainly stacks up that way on paper. Um, and then I think the other one, uh, not the other one. Let's go through each one. I mean, Tiger will play with either Patrick Reed or Bryson in all four rounds. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably. If they're going to continue doing that kind of the pod setup, or yeah, teams. he'll play with Bry- Bryson or DeChambeau or Patrick Reed in all of his partner events. I guarantee it. Okay, Scotty's guaranteeing. You heard yeah. it here first. He's not going to play with JT. He's not going to play with DJ. Yeah. He's not going to play with Xander. He's, you know, he's going to play with one of those two players all the time. All right, I I don't disagree with that. I just think I think Tiger is looking for a challenge, and picking Patrick Reed is going to challenge him to have to juggle. Juggle strategy a little bit more for for the president's cup. I tell you what, if they don't win, this will be criticized. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. If they don't win, then uh, yeah, that that'll be yeah. The only way the president's cup becomes a big story is if we lose. Correct. But uh, I do like seeing Tony Finau and Gary Woodland down there. Finau, I mean, 
I didn't have him on our picks. You guys left him off of yours as well. But uh, just probably because you're looking at the fact, just the lack of wins. But sure. I don't know that that really matters for the President's Cup. I mean, this guy's been so consistent throughout most of his entire PGA Tour career. He's one of the most powerful guys on tour. He can hit it long. Pretty good putter as well. So I think when when you look at uh, people that you want to find out what they have, this is in that category, right? Like we need to figure out this guy's going to come into the team room. Uh, how does he play in match play? How does he play with a lot of pressure on him? Um, get him at least exposed to that and see what his, see what he can do before the Ryder Cup. Well, before the Presidents Cup, um, no, he, no, was, on mean, the, he was mean, on he was on he was on the Ryder Cup team a year ago and had a really good record. Um, I think he went. Three oh, that's one, right. He was three yeah, he one was, and one. Yeah. Um, and played really really good. And so also too, like the biggest point here is Tony Fino's number nine on points, right? Like. If there is some guy that's deserving of a President's Cup, it's the guy that just missed qualifying by 40, 50 points. Yeah, um, it's, it's hard to look at any of those guys, the Kevin Nas, the Ricky Fowlers, the, you know, how far you, Kevin Kisner's, um, and yeah. say that, that they would deserve a pick quicker over or faster than an over Tony. So, again, I think away from controversy, Tiger took the guy with number nine points uh, and who has, again, a very good record in these team events. Granted, the one event that he's played in has only been one. He played very good, especially he played on foreign soil, which I think that matters. Yeah, uh, good point. Uh, and then Gary Woodland, again, another guy I thought just deserving of it this year. Uh, you guys mentioned the agency um, correlation. Same. Uh, so that's one thing, but I think the guy, I mean, U.S. Open major championship winner, another guy can kill the ball a mile, um, and I think you really do want to see how he is in the team room, and you want to see how uh, he reacts um, to pressure, to the team play pressure, and um, you can go out and see if he can play as well as he did this. So he played pretty good all year, and so uh, I think you, now you create that benchmark uh, by him coming in and just seeing – how well he can play. Yeah, the one thing I would say um, why I don't love the Gary Woodland pick, I don't know how many of our listeners know about Royal Melbourne, but it's not a bomber's paradise. Um, it's a hit it in the fairway and make putts type of golf course. And they'll probably even bring the rough in for the President's Cup team. Um, the internationals tend to be better drivers and straighter, you know, ball, straighter drivers than the Americans do. So I, I think... A guy like Kevin Na, a guy like Kevin Kisner would maybe give us an advantage in some match play events. However, I, I don't mind taking the U.S. Open champion. And again, I think there's kind of a closeness to Tiger here that, mm. that matters. And you, Gary Woodland's a guy that I think is universally pretty liked in golf and will be great in the team room and someone that anyone would, I think, be excited to play with. Yeah, I agree. And I he's, he's known as a bomber, but... Uh, don't uh, forget at the U.S. Open, he had that like two or three iron stinger going all week, like very Tiger esque. So I think he can dial it back when he needs to hit the fairway and still rely on on that you know shorter game off the tee, if you will. And shouts out to our boy Brennan Little who came on the podcast. That's caddy right. for uh, Gary Woodland. Brennan came on the podcast, so a little bit of a little bit of an alumni there. Maybe we can get Brennan back on after uh, after, after the press cup. after the press cup. Anything on Gary Woodland, M? Uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one. Uh, I mean, I just think that it, because 
he with him winning the U.S. Open last year, he showed everybody that he's a competitor. And um, I believe, you know, just at least from reading up on a lot of literature, it seems like all of the players want him on the team. So, so yeah, he's well liked. So yeah. you can't argue that. Uh, notably off the team, Ricky Fowler. Yep. Uh, not not invited this year. Also, um, Phil Mickelson, first time since 1994. Yeah. No, Phil. Uh, not on the Press Cup team. Uh, I, to me, I'm not surprised at the Phil pick. You he guys basically picked, took you. himself out of it. Yeah. Right. Well, and you guys both picked him, which was just mind-boggling. Well, I just I don't <laughs> we know. Wanted the, we wanted the good story. You wanted to believe it. <laughs> I mean, he, trying to push in Phil. I mean, think yeah. of the Instagram videos at Royal Melbourne that we would have got. It would have been awesome with all been, the kangaroos. Oh, I would have exactly. been entertained. But I, I think we know what we get from Phil. You know, and I, I, his golf form is just not there. So understand about the golf form. It's just he's made a remarkable like twenty four consecutive. He's made twenty four consecutive comp- <laughs> uh, appearances with the President Cup at the Ryder Cup since nineteen ninety four. I think that has something to say. So whether or not he's falling in the rankings, big deal. Um, that's why I just thought he'd be a shoe in, but. Well, Obviously, I was wrong. Not a shoeing. Definitely not a shoeing. <laughs> it's not a shoeing. Pretty far from shoeing. Um, on Fowler, uh, Tiger went out of his way um, to clarify this and said that it was the toughest phone call he made. Yeah. And so, um, Tiger, I would assume that Ricky Fowler would be the next man in. And we have, you know, some controversy around Brooks Kepka whether he'll play or not, who's dealing with a knee injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. But I would assume if, if Brooks decides not to play, then it would be Fowler's spot if he wants it, even though we got the news earlier today um, that Fowler dropped out of the OHL in Mayakoba dealing with a uh, infection, a bacterial infection that he consumed on the last couple of days of his honeymoon. Right. So th- we'll keep watching the story. Yeah. Um, so a <laughs> few different stories there, really. But, Fow- yeah, so Fowler's off the team. Hard phone call for Tiger to make. They've got a great relationship. I think he just said basically that. Basically, neighbors. Think it was that hard to make. No, he can't. I mean, I think Ricky <laughs> would totally understood. He's got a new wife. Like, I don't think Fowler's stressing. Yeah, so it's probably not that hard. It's probably harder for Tiger to think about making the call than it was to actually make it, right? Because it's like, okay, like he's a friend and he's been on Give so him many free teams. Dinner at the woods. Yeah, he'll be fine. I mean, um, let's, let's be honest. Exactly like you said. That's he just got married. It's not that big of a deal. It's just one tournament. For God's sakes, he probably has the infection from just too much sex on his honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. We can only hope. <laughs> good for hey, Allison. You know, like, good, yeah, good for Allison. Happen. Good for Ricky. Yeah. Um, too much sex orders infection? Just no yeah. pee. I mean, I it, is, it is a honeymoon. It so, is a honeymoon. You know, it should be that way. It's not a urinary tract infection. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I've never been on honeymoon, so I'm going to have to defer here. Yeah, no. What was the name of this infection, <laughs> Scotty? We like looked this up. This was the hardest thing to pronounce I've ever had to uh, pronounce please, in my goddamn life. Please uh, share the name of this I mean, it doesn't matter what it's called. Ricky Basically, it calls diarrhea. To, he Googled this infection as a way to get out of the, the Mayakoba <laughs> yeah. Classic that he signed up for. He's like, oh, my God. Uh, so, oh, what was the name of this thing? Oh, my God. If you, there, <laughs> Campy Lobster Jejuni. <laughs> That's it. Campy like you're trying Lob- to speak Indian. Exactly. Campy Lobster Jejuni. That is the bacterial infection that leads to cramps, fever, pain, and diarrhea. Ooh, not a fun stretch, according to Fowler. So, um, 
So let's. Uh, <laughs> it's a bacteria. Let's hope that's all gone. Yeah, a little antibiotics just for goes Ricky, a long but way uh, and cures you just like that. Yeah, unfortunately, he'll be out of Mayakoba, which is always a good tournament to watch. But uh, yeah, I, the infection has nothing to do with the, the Presidents Cup pick. But like like Scotty said, Brooks still dealing with the knee issue. There's some speculation about whether Fowler could replace him. So Tiger made it clear in in one of his statements after he talked about the hard phone call that Ricky was the first first one that he would have that you know was off the team. So I think Ricky is probably next in line. The only way I see this you know working out really is if Brooks come it backs out because of the injury. But I also don't think that that's very likely. At two months from now, pretty much, and you know unless Brooks has a much more serious issue that nobody knows about. I think he'll be playing. So uh, we'll see what happens, but it's fun to uh, kind of get ready for some golf in December that's going to kind of matter. It's going to be fun to watch from, from Royal Melbourne. I got no idea about the time change there. Uh, we should look at primetime because it was great to watch this Asian tour here on the West Coast at like 7 or 8 p.m. Um, I don't know what the, uh, what the logistics are going to be in Royal Melbourne, but we can look up that broadcast schedule for you. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think anyone's stressing over not having to make this trip between Thanksgiving and Christmas. No, no I don't. But I, I hope that the – I was just talking about the broadcast schedule. I hope that it's <laughs> <laughs> hope that it's convenient for me to watch. That's all I'm saying. I, I agree. It would be great. Well, I speaking of the holidays, about myself. speaking of Christmas, Christmas did come early for one particular person this weekend. Uh, who's that? Tyrell Hatton. Nice. Oh, nice segue. Oh. I see what you did there. Nice. I see what you did there. You know, I'm on the whole holiday stretch. The turkeys with the Turkish Open. But let's talk about the Turkish Airline Open. Airline open. This, was, this was fun, huh? Really, <clears throat> yeah. really fun playoff, especially under the lights. Yeah, I knew nobody cool. in the playoff except for Tyrrell Hatton, and um, it was uh, it was great to watch. It was it was it was. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't even know that. They, they had lights set up for this. It was almost like right. meant to happen or something right. like that. Exactly. Like no, right. There was no mention like, hey, like, you know, this is the Turkish Open. There's going to be lights in case it goes to too late or whatever. There was, it wasn't like a PR thing. And then all of a sudden they went to a fourth playoff. Well, so let's just recap hole. real quickly for those listeners who did not get up early to watch this. Early uh, Sunday morning early America Sunday. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Eric Van uh, Ruin. You had Kurt. Kiriyama. You know who Eric Van Noren is, who wore the joggers and the Grayson. Oh, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. See? You know, Tyrell Hatton, uh, Matthias Schwab, Victor yep. Perez, and Benjamin Herbert. Six-man playoff. Yeah, so two threesomes in the playoff. Uh, it looked like a nice course out there as well. Uh, so just it was kind of funny. Like they, I mean, people were all over the place on this course. Like, yep. you know, the I think – Eagle won the first playoff hole, like a couple of eagles or a few eagles. I uh, don't know if it's on my head. No, 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 it, it wasn't. It was a bird. Right. No, that was a bird. Doesn't it was a bird. Right. No, because like because Terrell Hatton in the first playoff hole chipped in, but it was for birdie because he, he chipped the first chip was long. So, um, so there was some very well played golf, and then uh, they kind of all shit the bed. Then yeah, then everybody was like all of a sudden like thirty Way yards over. off the fairway yeah. in the woods, uh, and then the winning playoff hole, fourth playoff hole. Uh, I forget which guy Hatton was going up against in that fourth playoff hole, but Schwab? yeah, Schwab. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think he won with a par. par. <laughs> so, so, so what was crazy is Schwab hits the green in two on the par five. 
Right. And blades it over. Blades it over the green. And then another bad chip and then another bad putt. Yeah. And so the question everyone was asking was, was lightness an issue there? Yeah. Because of the chip was really... I mean, me and you maybe have got a better chip than his first chip, and so was his it, first chip was was it horrible. just an issue of bad played golf, or was it an issue of me not being able to see it and a death perception issue? Um, we don't know. We'll never know. Um, but it was just fun to watch. You know, morning golf. I'm sitting there in my PJs, <laughs> having a you know PSL pumpkin spice latte, and watching Ooh, you know. Watching great golf, so or or just fun golf under the lights, and it yeah. was just fun to watch. And you know what's kind of bittersweet about it too is that he um, he's getting surgery at the end of this month since his um, I guess like his wrist has been bothering him since the end of the Masters. Oh, good like inside info there. Seventeen, so it was a little bit better bittersweet the fact that he you know has been falling in the rankings, and then he's come out and he's won this. Yeah, so uh, most people don't know this, but Tyrell hadn't got to 17th in the world in, in yeah. 2017, and then he's just kind of had fallen off the world. But for a mm-hmm. while, he was one of the best consistent players on both tours, and yeah. now he's kind of fallen off, but certainly had his game back, and we wish him well. He's a great follow on social. For the yeah, he's a great. Show. He's a very animated, <laughs> animated golfer too. Like yeah. If you watch, he's always talking to himself. He's always, you know, he's very animated. Uh, and yeah, it was fun. The only thing I would say about the lightness is, you know, there were some great shots hit in the darkness under the lights too, or you know, the yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, you know, again, I don't know I mean, if nerves are light or whatever, but it was very. I mean, it was very amateur golfer-esque to see what happened there at the end i mean he blades it over hits another bad chip and then that the bad chip was really only because it left him like three feet so it wasn't like a gimme gimme and then he pulled the three-footer to lose the tournament pretty brutal i'm glad we picked up on that because it was not even a close putt to the hole it didn't even touch it the only thing when i was watching it it really reminded me of the match that tiger and phil had uh, at Shadow Creek because it just seemed like kind of yeah I so about made that. for television right. right the fact that there's lights on they're playing a par five yeah like it just seemed like this is so and I don't think it was necessarily it just happened to be it, such a good television product it felt of that what way we got it and did so feel that way for for golf fans uh, if you can find the footage if you can go replay it on NBC Sports app I beg of you to do it because it's worth watching and it's it's fun so. This is a question for you. As yeah. we discussed this a little bit, like, should the PGA Tour do more of this? Should we put? So we're in the summer months, right. so it, like they never, you know, it's rare that it goes that late. You just don't have to do it. Right. But almost like, would it be, would it be cool to put lights on one or two holes, seventeen and eighteen? Maybe it's a, you know, or maybe just eighteen, like this one is, and you know, start the tee times later. So if you do go to a playoff, yeah. Like, we get this little under-the-lights experience. Yeah, I mean, I love the primetime golf. I think it's so much fun. It, right. I think golf, is, as a sport, is always looking for ways to innovate and get more people involved. If, if they could even do this, like, on a nine-hole golf course and get more people awesome. to play, right, and do it. Like, like, one of the great things about top golf that we I'm love, right? You can do that. You can do that. You can do that at yeah. 1 Any o'clock time. in the morning. You can do that at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. You can do it at 10 a.m. in the morning. So... I think it's one of the cool things, and, and I don't know if a tour, really, but I think golf courses in, in whole in totality. Well, Westchester it. does it here. There you go, right? Yeah. It's, how much fun is that? Like, so much fun. I remember, like, usually, I'm, for those of you that don't know, I went to school right next to it, and I would go play, you know, holes before I, I would go to class, right? right? So I think anytime we can do more of this and show 
kind of not just the 8 a.m. tea time is good for golf. I think what would be really cool for all of you executives uh, in broadcasting who are listening right now, um, push like at least one one Oops. a year right now push um a uh, like it's an just a, me it's the only executive in broadcasting listening right now <laughs> no, not necessarily. that's not true i'm no, kidding no, no, no. but it's it's more or less like let's but just push a, like a do a special like they did they used to do the um well they did that david duall tiger match yeah. and like a duel in the desert or something like that they did that under the lights and i think that was might have been all. Eight, I don't know if it was all eighteen. I think it was the back nine. But even the match with Tiger. Long and time Phil, ago. Even yeah. the yeah. match with Tiger and Phil. As you know, yeah. how that finished with the right. wedge shots under the lights. That was so yeah. cool. Um, the the Wednesday uh, at um, the Wednesday program at uh, in the desert uh, Scottsdale TPC. Yeah. They have they all. Everyone has right. a party Wednesday night, and they hit that tee shot. All under the lights. Um, yeah, I think. And so all I think of those things. Like are fun. a nine, or even just a not maybe a full round, but but introduce maybe the back nine under the lights. I think that would be really really unique and really cool to see. I, I think it's awesome. I, I think there's it. something for. And the thing is, is you don't you know a, a little bit of expertise here. You don't have to in, like install lights at a like you do at a football stadium. You can rent um, big light stands. Like you can rent a bunch of lights to do two or three holes under yeah. the lights for a tournament, I think that would be a nice little entertainment. I thought you were going to say you could just buy, you know, glow-in-the-dark glow balls. I mean, Yeah, let's on. go glow ball. Let's, let's go glow Fuck ball. it. How let's do fun. this. <laughs> glow ball on the PGA Tour. Uh, oh, my goodness. Well, um, what's what's going on this week? This week we have Mayakoba. Mayakoba. Uh, Kuchar is back, but He's not got- but not with the same caddy. Correct. Oh, jeez. Well, we also know whose favorite location this is. It's my or- favorite place in the world, uh, mm-hmm. Mayakoba in Playa del Carmen. Were you Mexico. there last year? Not last year, the year before. Gosh. Um, wow. I know, right? Holy crap. Yeah. Last sept- uh, two Septembers ago. Uh, so No, two Octobers ago because it was the month before the tournament. Right. Um, this So there's – just to tell you a little bit about the property – there's three hotels at the property. It's totally fenced yep. off. Uh, there's a buy-in tree. There's a rosewood. And there's a fair amount. I've stated all of them. They're all great. Um, this is my favorite place to tr- vacation. This is where I go. This is what I do. And for any of you that are wondering why, just turn on television this week and look at the place. Exactly. It's, the it's overhead shots in the water are great. This is also like Steve Beauty Golf season, where like we. <laughs> We, Turn on we, a uh, tube, and he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you I get wish it. I were there." Like a couple oh, weeks ago, you had like the Bermuda one. Baby spits up on him. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby spits up watching golf in the yeah. Caribbean. Hawaii comes up in January, so uh, yeah, it's great. We should maybe we should I go there. Say, wait a second. Uh, speaking of Hawaii, though, um, so we have a we have the grand opening of uh, yeah, the course got the redone co- of the for course. the uh, Kapalua. Yeah, Kapalua. Kapalua. Sorry, yeah, yep. We'll have to get so, an update on that. I'll yeah, let's email, let's email them and see if we can get Waggle and Whiff out there. Yeah, for sure. Emily, at, at the very least, I, I mean, maybe you well, guys let's have, just talk about it. You guys you know have what, some responsibilities, we'll but you know, Scotty could go. Scotty could be. Could be oh, on yeah. the ship. Oh, we have a, we have our guy there um, in the uh, yeah. pro shop. Yeah. Yep. Good good guy. Forget his name now already, but great guy. <laughs> we'll, edit <that> <laughs> we'll edit that out of the podcast. Kid's <laughs> um, a good guy. I can picture him. <laughs> I can picture him. I know the conversation you know what he we looks had. Like. Um, but so yeah, Emily and yeah, I had, Emily and I had dinner overlooking um, 
Emily and I had dinner overlooking like the construction on the plantation. It's course. basically the dirt. But it was still beautiful. On the 18th. If there's maybe the, the most, most beautiful, beautiful dirt. Most beautiful dirt you'll ever see. <laughs> Uh, it was great. So, uh, so anyway, so yeah, no Kucher at my Coba. You know, this is, I'm sure you're going to see, what's the, what do we think about the level of uh, Ortiz caddy conversation that's going to come up this week in golf That'll be outlets. the number one story. That'll be the number one story. Well, all you're talking about is yeah. how much everybody's paying their caddies. Yeah. It's a good conversation to have. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. Um, but you don't it think it'll be- get to overkill? No, no. I, I don't. Because what are you gonna? It, it, who's gonna win this week, right? No one. No Tiger's gonna win. No Phil Mickelson's gonna win. Kuchar I just don't win. think that. <laughs> Kuchar, Which will make it even a better story, exactly. a bigger Kuchar, story. Kuchar I don't. You know what? I don't think there's gonna be that. Ma- I don't think that many people are gonna be talking about it because. And this on is, the broadcast or like Twitter and in the golf world. Okay, good. Good distinction there on the broadcast, but also I think like in. Like media press conferences, interviews, like no one's gonna be asking. Golf Twitter about it. will be dominated by the conversation. Yeah. Golf Twitter will be. I was gonna say there's gonna be like puns left and right. About yeah, people are talking. Someone about will it. make a joke. Kucha will answer but questions the, about it. El Tucan. I don't think will so answer questions about it this week. El Tucan probably will, but I don't know how much Kucha will answer questions about it. He's the defending champion. I know, but I don't think I, this is. No, this is. Let's test this because this is. If there's one thing that I would say. I don't like about mainstream golf media is they're too protective, protective Very. and not they don't want to be critical of things. They don't right. want to bring up bad PR for Kucher. The tour is going to try to protect them, all that stuff. So, tw- like you said, Scott, Twitter will blow up on it. I don't think you'll see the broadcast ask a question about it. I don't think you'll see one person in the media room ask a question about it. And mm, we'll which see. Kind of weird. We'll see. I mean, I, maybe somebody. I could. hope they don't shy away from it because he deserves the question. Uh, even though he made a great situation out of it, the delay in the five months that came from this one till the middle of of March before he decided to do anything appropriate about it, um, that's not okay. You know what would be good to see is what would be good to see is like let's see some a little bit of maybe insight, some in depth story on like the caddies at Mayakoba. Yeah, let's see you what know, happens. A little background. How much they were pulling in a year? Break out their, their financial statements, their W twos. Let's take a look. We'll see. Speak, uh, yeah, listen, we'll good. But but again, a fun tournament. Um, shouts out to Logan Spurlock, who's the superintendent, who I know very very well, who uh, always has that place ready to go. And uh, then hmm. I, I, I don't get paid for this. I don't go there for free. But if anyone can spend some time there. I haven't found a better place in Mexico to vacation. I, lo- I mean, I love Playa del Carmen. I haven't been there in years, but I would love to go back. Well, sounds like we know where we're going. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> this time next year. Let's go. All right. Um, and you recently updated your golf game. I did. Um, based on my recommendation. Upgraded. You went and got fit at TrueSpec. Yep. Took and, your recommendation. Uh, and you got some new tools. What did you get and how was your I bought a goddamn $450 hybrid oh, W freaking TS here. Oh, boy. Might have been more than that. but I, you know. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. Let's not talk about money here. It's the way I asked when she left the room to bring this up. Yeah, well, I quickly came back. Don't worry. Uh so yeah, I took your I took your advice. I don't want to get too much into the details because I want to talk about it in a different podcast when okay. we have when we have our our guy come back on. But 
uh, I'll get more into it, but met met Sean, who's a great yeah. guy. I'll get more into to his story. We had a lot of very funny coincidences with uh, Sean. Great and, podcast uh, content, by the way, coming your way. Yeah, great podcast content you're coming away. I don't want to spoil it right now. But I, I'll say the experience was as you advertised, Scotty. It was probably even more upscale and tailored than I even thought it would be. And when I say upscale, I don't mean like like snobby upscale. Yeah. I mean like they really just take care of you and make sure that they're going to try to get you in the best fitted club that you can possibly have or clubs that you can possibly have. Very honest people. And um, the experience was, was amazing. And uh, so much so that uh, it well, they're very honest in the fact that you know, I wasn't going to get a whole new bag of clubs or anything like that, but I did need an upgrade in the hybrid. I was playing a very old hybrid. And so we kind of focused a little bit on that. And um, I was just launching missiles this weekend. There with you that go. Thing. Lasers. Bro. Lasers. Just he did bullets. Get, to, to be fair, he tied for third with his partner yeah, we had the in member, the member, member, member tournament. So There you go. See, new hybrid coming to work already. Well worth the 400 and whatever dollars you paid because mm-hmm. yeah. it's making you happy. And a happy dad is a happy wife and a happy Cecilia. And a, happy <laughs> a happy dad is a happy wife. Yeah, and a happy no, but I've never heard that, that before. I've but never I like heard that. that. Nope, never I like heard that. that before. Happy dad, good, happy good wife. Good try. <laughs> Try. <laughs> happy dad, happy wife. Yeah. yeah, I think you need to make T-shirts for that one. They might sell out. <laughs> we should. Why go with? <laughs> happy Don't dad. Let your let your husband's golf. Happy dad, happy wife. <laughs> Love it. Uh, no, so and yeah. Happy was, wife means a happy life. Uh, oh, there you go. Full circle. Oh, how about that? So we'll get more into the whole experience there, and we're gonna have Sean come on the podcast, working out a few things with true spec, but it will be. Uh, it'll be a funny little podcast and we'll we'll get you guys a little even more informed on the whole process and everything like that. So looking forward to it. All right. And uh, you're doing some traveling, so uh, we'll do our best to get a note, new other podcast out next week. Right. And uh, thank you guys, um, as always, for listening to our content. I know it's tough sometimes to stay focused on golf when we're not necessarily in golf season, but mm-hmm. numbers are, are, are steady and appreciate each and every one of our listeners out there. It's That's not right. tough to, to, to listen in on us. I mean, come on. No, just it's tough to be We're engaged three, in golf when you got fantasy I'm, football and I'm all that. No. But, but But the point that I'm making is I just want to send a big appreciation for all of our loyal listeners who continue to, to reach out and continue to be part of this. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You couldn't have said it better better They're myself. Losing yourself and waggling with. Uh, someone's phone's ringing. It's, it's mine. Gotta be I did. Yeah. All right. I think that's our cue. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us uh, on Twitter at WagonWiff and on Instagram at WagonWiffPod. And then we got the iTunes rate, review, subscribe. Appreciate all you guys. As Scotty said, we'll do our best to get to you next week. Maybe I'll be by phone, but we'll do our best to get to you. And uh, you know, it, something we should do. Um, we should figure out a way to give someone maybe some holiday swag, maybe a koozie 100%, or something. 100%. Not a koozie, yeah. a couple of koozies. Uh, hit us up as well. So, yeah, so we'll figure out a, a giveaway to give uh, before uh, the year runs out. We will do this. We've been saying this a few times, but we'll get it. No, but we'll, I'm we'll on it now. Yeah. So. yeah, I agree. All right, guys. Have a great week. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.